Hello, friends and families. Welcome to the Educa DPS podcast. My name is Javier Ibarra, your host of the Educa DPS English version of this podcast. Today we have a very special guest, but before I introduce her, I want to give you a little background knowledge of the topic. So today, the Denver Public Library, who provides library services to our youth, their caregivers, and educators, and to make back to school a lot less stressful of a time. They contribute and connect community of learning as part of the library's mission to create a welcoming space where all are free to explore, connect, and learn. The Denver Public Library currently has 27 branches and a few mobile units. Our guest today is Liesl Schmidt, School Age Services Administrator for the Denver Public Library. Liesl, welcome to the Educa DPS podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're so excited to hear all about the libraries and all the services they have, and we might shout out a few of my favorite. <laughs> um, let's start off with this. Can you share with us what you do at the library? Yeah, so I'm the school age services person. So I guide and support resources for kids ages 5 to 12 at all of our 27 locations and with uh, our mobile services, our bookmobiles. So I get to work with staff at all of our locations who work with kids. Uh, what is your main location? So I've been working out of Central lately, um, but I really get to visit all the branches. And then my home branch near my, near my house is Barnum. So growing up, I lived one block away from Barnum uh, Library. And I was there all day, every day throughout the summer. So I am a testament of all the goodness that comes out of the library system. You are not the only kid who, who spends all day, every day at the Barnum Library. Yeah. It's really close to the elementary school there, which is great. Uh, and that's where I went to school. Nice. I was growing up, I was part of the Harry Potter age group. Yeah. And so, <laughs> as you can imagine, I was there all the time reading those books. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I have, my next question for you, and this is very important, right? August is back to school month in most of the country and most of the world, really, right? Um, it's a very special time specifically here at the Denver Public Libraries. What does that look like for you? Yeah, so at the library, it is a time where we're transitioning from our summer reading program, our summer program, which is called Summer of Adventure, to school. And we see changes in which kids are showing up and when they show up. You know, all of the branches that are close to elementary schools or close to high schools get that flood of kids who come over every day after school to hang out. And for back to school, we really want to make kids feel supported and cared for as they go back to school. It's a it's a vulnerable time, you know, it's a it's an important time for kids. So we've been featuring back to school activities all month at our libraries. We've been having parties, um, we've been connecting kids with resources, and, and really the goal is to help kids feel connected and supported in that back to school time. I really like that. And I'm just having a rush of memories from when I was a, a youngster going to the public library and all the cool programs that they had throughout the summer, which was amazing. It wasn't just going there to read. They had so many more resources. My next question for you is, how has the Denver Public Library incorporated back to school into its programming? We talked about a little bit about it, but can you go into detail? 
Yeah, so several of our branches have had what we call back-to-school jamborees, so they're parties for kids and families, um, and those parties are a time to celebrate kids, to help kids feel supported, but they're also a time to connect with community resources, our branches are bringing in organizations that uh, families might want to connect with, um, and they're a time to help kids kind of build those social and emotional skills um, and really feel like they're ready and supported to go back to school. Um, we're also, you know, again, it's just, it's really all about helping kids feel confident and feel like their community is behind them. So a lot of our branches are putting up displays. We call them encouragement walls, and then some of them have hopes and dreams walls. So the encouragement walls are a place where a kid can leave an encouragement for another kid. So you could say, hey, you're going to have a great year. You got this. And they can take one for themselves. So the sticky notes, they can leave one and take one. And then the hopes and dreams walls, kids are sharing what they're excited about for the school year. Um, and it's so cute to see. You know, most of them, I would say the majority are, you know, kids are excited to make new friends, which is just really encouraging. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. We're trying to trying to help kids feel like they uh, they've got that backup when when they need it. It makes me want to be a kid again and, and have all that encouragement. I yeah. I really like that. Um, how has the library supported learning during the summer? Now, there's a term out there in the educational world. It's called learning loss. How does the the public library, the Denver Public Library, help support? the students um, when they're not in school? Yeah, I, that's a great question. I really feel like the role of libraries is to support that out-of-school enrichment, that out-of-school learning. And so during the summer, we have a program we call Summer of Adventure, and that's our big summer reading program. It's a time when kids can read, make, and explore and stay connected with the library. Um, they can deepen their skills. They can kind of develop their identities as learners. I always think it's a time to practice the skills that you learned in school, but really kind of follow your own curiosities and your own interests. Um, and then our mobile services department has our bookmobiles, which kids love because they're so cool. Um, they've been visiting the DPS's uh, summer learning sites, and they've been going over the course of the summer to help kids participate in that reading program um, and then to uh, check out books. So again, it's a time where, you know, maybe during the school year you're reading the books that you're assigned, but during the summer uh, we're providing access to those books for, for kids at, uh, you know, across DPS to find their own interests. I think when we think of a library, we only think of books. But my next question is, aside from books, what other resources do families with school-aged children have access to at the library? Yeah, I mean, books are huge, right? Books are really important, but we do so much else for, for kids and families. I mean, one thing I like to mention is our spaces. We, we have welcoming spaces for kids and families. And again, those kids who come over looking for a place to go after school, um, all of our locations have welcoming spaces where kids can access activities, computers, you know, whatever they need. Uh, we also offer museum and cultural passes, which is something I like to mention. Um, so for free, you can check out a pass to go to the Museum of Nature and Science, or you can go to History Colorado, uh, which is a great way to make learning available to the whole family. Um, I mean, so many services, so many programs, um, you know, different activities that you can do. But uh, really, we like to think of ourselves as like a community partner that is like providing those key connections in the community. I think it's time, not only I, but most folks head over to their local library because this sounds amazing. I mean, growing up, I remember it was right right around the start of the internet. So there were computers and whatnot, but most of the focus was on books. And then, of course, the the summer program, which I got to do so many cool things. I mean, they brought in a, an eagle inside <laughs> the library and let it fly from one end of the room to the other. There are more things than just books there. Um, my next question for you is, what resources are available 
for our educators at the library. We talked about families, we talked about students, but what about the educators? Yeah, so we really like to think of ourselves as partners ready to help educators. You know, educators have so much going on and so much to do. We have all of our resources at the library are available to educators, and we also have people available to help direct those resources, help educators navigate those vast resources. So one resource that we have that I like to make sure people know about is our educator library card. And that is a special kind of library card. It's different from your personal card that we developed specifically to meet those educator needs. So is it a different color? It, it's actually awesome. It's got, uh, it's got a frog on it that was uh, designed by the author and illustrator Steve Jenkins, okay. um, who did like, he, he was the illustrator of nonfiction books. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's actually one of our coolest looking library cards. Cards so too. Get it, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. But um, it'll let you check out books for your students and keep them off of your personal account, which is a real educator need. You get longer checkouts, you can put more books on hold. Um, so if you're trying to get books for your whole class, that's a great way to do it. Um, some other services, one that is really popular is called teacher sets. And so like if you need a bunch of books on a certain subject, maybe you're an early learning teacher and you want books on like the butterfly caterpillar life cycle, you want a bunch of them so all your kids have a book, mm -hmm. you can fill out a form online and request them mm -hmm. and we will put them on hold for you. So when you come in, all you have to do is check them out. They're all ready to go waiting on the hold shelf for you. Or like maybe you're working with older kids and you want a bunch of books on the history of Colorado. Same right. thing. You can kind right. of say what you're looking for and get those. And then the last thing I'll mention right now is personalized reading lists. So that's something that educators get really excited about too. It's available to everyone. It's available to you know, to all, all customers, but um, educators like it because what you do is you fill out a quick form online and you get a list of book suggestions. Mm. So maybe you've got a kid who says, you know, they've never read a book that they liked. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. There's so many books out there, there's so many readers out there, but kids are still looking for the books that they actually really like. Right. And so you can have them fill out the form and a librarian or a library staff person will give you a list of suggestions. No algorithms, you know, those tricky questions are, are the ones that I think library staff people get the most excited about. Mm -hmm. Like, let me find the book that will really match your needs. Right. Um, so it's not the bestseller list. It's like digging deep to find the books that really match kids' needs. And that's a unique resource, right? I mean, it sounds amazing to have an actual person suggest, you know, the, the books that will fit that versus you know, Google or whatnot. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No algorithms, and it's really, it's really personalized. I think people get really excited when they see just how specific the lists are to them. And it helps our educators, right? That's a, it's a, it seems like a small help, but I think it's a, it's a huge help where you can go on there and say, oh, you know, Timmy doesn't have a book that he likes, and he's really interested in ants for whatever <laughs> reason, right? Ants is just blows his mind, and so we can look at that and say this is what uh these are the books these are the animated ants and whatnot a bug's life whatever <laughs> books right i like that i consider myself more of a lifelong learner right and so this next question is how does the library support uh, lifelong learning for learners of all ages. Yeah, I mean, one of the great things about libraries is that we really do serve all ages from, you know, from birth through the course of your life. And so uh, we do offer resources for people of all ages. One that I really like to mention is something called Career Online High School. And that is a way that adults can get their high school diploma. So through the library, if, uh, if you're 19 and older, you can get your, your high school diploma through the library. Um, we also offer a ton of databases and ways to access 
learning online. Um, we have something called Udemy, which is uh, it's a online learning platform. You can take classes. Um, you know, maybe you're interested in learning a new hobby, or maybe you want to grow your professional career and you want to learn something like project management or coding. Um, you can do it for free on our on our platform. So lots of lots of services for older learners as well. That's fantastic. I like hearing that. Um, where can parents and students of all ages access the resources that we've talked about in the show so far? Yeah, so honestly, I always like to say your first stop is to just go visit your local branch. You know, we have 27 locations across the city, and we've got friendly staff at all of our locations ready and waiting to help. Um, and we have so many resources. You know, we're just barely touching on them today. So I always say talking to a person at your local branch is a great way to find what you need. Uh, you can also access our services and our resources online. So our back-to-school resources, you can go to denverlibrary.org slash back-to-school, and you'll find a collection of back-to-school stuff. Um, or just go to denverlibrary.org and see all of our resources. We've got a kids page, a teens page. Our Western history page is awesome. You can learn about the history of Colorado and Denver on that page. Um, but yeah, denverlibrary.org is a great place to start. One of my favorite subjects growing up was the history of Colorado to the point where I learned like the state tree and the state fish and how did the mountains come to form and all of that. I learned that at the library. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Next question for you here is, there have been many exciting announcements at the Denver Public Library, right? We talked about some of them, but recently, what's going on at the library? Yeah, a lot of changes, a lot of expansion. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement at the library. So in 2022, Denver voters passed an initiative called Strong Library, Strong Denver, and that has allowed us to expand our hours at several locations. Um, we've expanded our services. Uh, let's see, some of our services that we've added, we've added launch pads, which is this cool thing. It's like a tablet for kids. It's aimed at kids ages three to seven. Okay. And it comes preloaded with games, stories, apps for, for kids. Mm -hmm. um, you don't need a, a Wi-Fi to access it, and you can check it out. You can take it home. Wow. So that's something we were able to add with, with that Strong Library, Strong Denver fund. Um, yeah, lots of, you know, we've reduced wait times on our e-media, so we've been able to add to that collection. So if you're sick of waiting on, you know, waiting for your holds when you get onto Overdrive or Libby, mm -hmm. those times are getting shorter. Mm -hmm. Lots of expansion happening in the library. Can we go into that just a little bit? What is Libby? What is the other platform you mentioned? Yeah. Because I know what they are, but yeah. for <laughs> our folks. That's a great question. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of our collection is available online. So, you know, you can check out a print book. You can turn the pages. Um, but you can also check out an e-book or you can check out an audiobook to listen. And those those are getting really popular these days. You know, all of us want to be kind of reading and staying up with, with what's going on. But I don't know. I, I listen to a lot of e-books, you know, a lot of audiobooks because it's it fits into my lifestyle. So Overdrive is the company that we work with that allows to offer those services and you can download an app called Libby um, and then one other thing that that has expanded that I wanted to mention that I'm remembering is um, our Blair Caldwell African-American Research Library has recently reopened okay. they had closed for renovations okay. um, and they've reopened they've got expanded hours themselves and it is so cool if you get a chance to go visit that library highly recommend that you do what neighborhood is that in it's in five points okay and what i love about the renovation is so the top floor is a research center for denver history and african-american history the bottom floor is a public library you know just like any other public library that you visit but in the renovation they've got these really great pictures photographs from the archives from the top floor mm. then they're printed and they're huge so you can really see um, the history of five points and the future of five points integrated into the renovation it's just gorgeous really yeah. great branch a neighborhood who has gone through many changes so lots of changes it's yeah. great to to know that that history is being talked about and shown yeah 
Absolutely. So what else has the library been able to fund through the Strong Library uh, or Strong Denver um, in Spanish, Una Biblioteca Fuerte or Un Fuerte Denver? Yeah, so we're going to expand hours at more of our locations. We've also been able to hire more than 40 new staff members, which is enabling us to expand our services and expand our hours. Um, and we'll keep adding to our collection and keep, keep developing more resources with that. Fantastic. And what can our students and the Denver community look forward to at the library in the next few months, right? The summer program has ended, but learning doesn't stop. What can we look forward to? Yeah, you know, something I love about our library system is that it is very focused on community need and neighborhood need. So um, I've been working with a lot of branches that are, are developing their out-of-school enrichment. So you can look forward to more after-school programs and weekend programs. Um, we're also working with a lot of our branches on continuing to improve and redesign their youth spaces, so those welcoming spaces for kids. Um, just as, as the school year moves forward and as, as we shift those, those needs, we'll just continue to offer more more stuff for kids after school and on weekends last question for you of the day can you give us a final message is there something i didn't get to ask or we forgot to talk about in all of the greatness that is the denver public library yeah you know I always think an important thing about the library is how we fit into the community. Mm -hmm. You know, Denver is an active and growing community, um, lots of changes happening, and libraries really are key community partners for people. So we connect people, we connect organizations, we are welcoming to all, and so I really want people to know that we are here to support, and I really want the DPS community to know that we are here, ready to support educators, kids, and families throughout the school year. Can you give us a little bit of information on where can families go to access this resource? Is there a phone number or what's the website that they should go to? Yeah, so you know, there's a lot of different phone numbers to access. So the best way to find out what you're starting with, what, where you want to start, is to go to our website, denverlibrary.org. And then depending on the community you're in or the service you're looking for, there might be a different phone number. Um, but then again, just stop by your local branch uh, and, and talk to somebody there. There's just, there's just a vast amount of stuff out there for in the library world. Um, so talking to a person, I think, is a really great way to get started. Absolutely. Another great thing that we didn't mention about the library is that they have AC. <laughs> As I was as I was growing up, and now that I think about it, I felt that my summers were always very cool, but that's because I spent all summer at the library. Same. That happened Same. to me, too. <laughs> yes. We didn't have air conditioning at home, but the no, library did. But the library did. Uh -huh. That's right. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today to talk about this valuable resource. Um, folks, this concludes our Educa DPS podcast for today. I want to ask that you help us share this content with families, friends, and other Denver community members. And for more Educa content and other stories of Denver Public Schools, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Denver Public Schools Plus. And don't forget, you can listen to this podcast and other productions on Spotify and Apple, Google, and the Alexa app. It is important for us to give credit where credit is due to all of the folks behind the scenes who make and contribute the making of all of the DPS multimedia productions, starting off with the Chief of Communications. Thank you to Bill Good, our Executive Director of Communications for DPS, Will Jones, our Director of External Communications, Scott Pribble, Director of Internal Communications, Selena Nakamura, our executive producer and videographer, Don Pierce. 
our multimedia lead producer and host of the Spanish Educa, Beto Gaitan, in charge of our social media, Hannah Young, our Bond and Mill Levy communication specialist, Georgia Alexander, the graphic designer of this podcast and many more, April Spites. I want to give a special shout out to our DPS educators, students, and parents. And a big thank you to Dr. Alex Marrero, proud superintendent of Denver Public Schools, for supporting Educa and all of the platforms. This has been Javier Ibarra, yours truly senior manager of media and public relations, as well as the Educa host in English. And please remember to tell your students and your children more often, and I want to say this with you. Can you say this with me? I believe in you. I believe in you. And, and I, I know, know you can, you can do, do it. it. Until <laughs> next time. Thank you so much.